Welcome to the Author Hangout, where we interview best-selling authors and experts in the book publishing industry to reveal the tips and advice you need to succeed as an author in today's publishing landscape. Enjoy the show. Hey there, Sean Manaher here. Welcome to another episode of the Author Hangout, where authors like you learn how to sell more books through the lessons, experience, and wisdom from their fellow authors. On today's episode of the Author Hangout, you're listening to a replay episode of the third episode of the Author Hangout two years ago. We had Kathy Mice from Bublish on talking about storytelling for book marketing. And in that, we talked about what's a value proposition, how to create a value proposition, creating a director's cut for your readers to entice and authentically talk about yourself, community, that being the new word of mouth. And if you only have one hour a day for book marketing, what would you do? Lots of other details and information shared in this episode of The Author Hangout. Listen in and stick with me till the end because we have a special announcement about a new series that we're going to be starting in a couple of weeks. Catch you in a bit. Hi, I'm Sean Manaher, your host of The Author Hangout. Uh, the Author Hangout is brought to you by bookmarketingtools.com, which aims to equip authors like you with the right tools, education, and community to help you market your books better. And on today's show, we're going to be exploring the topic uh, best-selling, sorry, storytelling with book marketing. And today we have a guest with us, Kathy Mice. Kathy now is the founder of Publish, uh, the award-winning publishing platform that authors reach and engage their readers with. She is a professional writer, editor, and editorial manager with more than 20 years of experience in the media and publishing industries. Kathy was also a founding editor of Forbes Media Critic and is a founding partner of PubSmart a new author-centric publishing conference being held in Charleston, South Carolina on April 16th to the 18th. Uh, she also uh, ghostwrites for business books and is a frequent blogger on the subject of book promotion, author branding, social media, discoverability, and on and on and on. In 2012, <laughs> Kathy won the People's Choice Award at the Startup Showcase at O'Reilly's Tools of Change Publishing Conference in New York City. Kathy, welcome to the Author Hangout. Hey, thanks for having me, Sean. It's great to be here. Yeah, it, it is a real pleasure to have you. It's, uh, we're, we're getting some amazing uh, authors and people in the publishing industry, self-publishing industry, and it's so glad that you're here. Listen up, listen in. We're getting started. We're talking about the uh, subject of storytelling for book marketing. And Kathy, just to jump right into it, you said on your profile on LinkedIn uh, that you really started Bublish out of frustration uh, with the publishing world. And I just want to understand why, what was going on there? Why were you so frustrated? Well, no, I'll, I'll tell you. It's my story, and uh, we'll see if it engages you. But truly, the story here is that I used to uh, work for Forbes, and when I came back, uh, you know, I was raising my kids, I was freelancing, and then I wanted to get back in full time. And I looked at this great editorial brand uh, called Forbes, and um, it was a skeleton. And Forbes, as you know, is now for sale, like the Washington Post. So I saw a great editorial brand that was very highly impacted by the web um, because the brand was disconnected from uh, the content. And if you have an editorial brand of any kind, as like an author, you really need to be connected to your content in a very, very tight way. So that was really where Bublish started. Um, you know, there's a lot of disruption in the book. Uh, publishing industry and the book marketplace and how we buy books 
Um, and I really was focused on how do we bring authors and their brands together tightly, keep them tight in this world where everybody, you know, just throws stuff out there and we don't really connect it with the brand. And for, for authors, this is really central to success today. Mm. And, and you had talked about where there was a disconnect with Forbes between what was it, the brand that they had and the content that they were producing. Was that the disconnect? Yeah, I mean, you know, in the old days, everything sat inside that physical container that was highly controlled, and, you know, this was an advertising-driven financial model, and everybody was happy in that controlled space, but the web is not a controlled universe, so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got your content over here, and, you know, your logo may not be traveling with it, or your story, or your voice, or anything, and um, for authors who, especially new authors who are trying to build a brand, you know, that is extremely central uh, for them to break through the noise factor that you find in today's, you know, really crowded, noisy book marketplace. And, you know, magazines as well. But that's where I started my journey. <laughs> and, and with that then, is there, I mean, obviously, that may, this, that may this will help the authors now, because if Forbes, a big company with lots of dollars behind them, can lose their way. How, how do authors that are self-published or even with the traditional publishers not lose their way? What's practically, how could they not lose their way? Well, in a David Goliath kind of way, as entrepreneurs we know sometimes when you're starting out fresh in the new world, you actually see the realities better than trying to turn a giant ship. Yeah. Uh, and the people at Forbes are really smart. They did a very uh, cool pivot in the digital space, but their monetization model is really the hard thing there. But for authors starting out, I mean, you have to think of yourself now as a publisher as well, and that's the business side. That's what PubSmart is all about, the business side of publishing. And so if you're going to build a brand in this particular book marketplace, which is um, crowded and noisy, you need to start from the beginning. And, and I think actually there's an advantage there because the mindset is... Uh, is very different. Think of yourself as an entrepreneur. You know, what's your yeah. what's your elevator pitch? What's your story? You are an entrepreneur if you're an author. And as I was reading your content on uh, PubSmart, uh, Pub I, I ran across a, an article about value proposition and mm -hmm. trying to under you know we talked about value proposition on on the show before. But uh, in your words, why is that important for an author? And are there are there some things that you would recommend tips to help them walk through even creating their own value proposition? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, you are, if you're an author today and you're self-publishing, you are a publisher, you are a small business. So, you know, look to the entrepreneurial world, really, for mastering this art of the elevator pitch, the value proposition. So, uh, let's just say a romance book, for example. Okay. If you're, you know, first of all, the value proposition for that you want to tell to a reader is that you start with an incredible product. Um, that is, and, and then you can speak to why it's incredible. What makes it uh, wonderful? Is it the characters? Is it the uh, the voice? Is it uh, the fact that it's a series that's gripping? You know, what is it? And you know, you got to know your audience. What what vertical within romance, where there's probably 150 different subgenres? Who are you speaking to? What does the value mean to them? What are they looking for in a book? Um, so really look at your book, and, and I think this is a especially challenging for artists, um, and I certainly uh, don't come from 
the kind of background where I eas e this easily came to me. It was learned the hard way sure. uh, of creating a value proposition as a freelance writer who did ghost writing for books. Um, but go back and, and say to yourself, uh, what is uh, what is it about my book that's special? And then create a unique uh, elevator pitch around it um, that, in a nutshell, tells your story. But on top of that, I think you know there's a lot more, and I know we're going to get into this, the storytelling side of this, that, mm -hmm. that your journey as a writer is a compelling, can be in a compelling ongoing story that shows your seriousness about the craft, your seriousness of intent, uh, and that you really do want to provide a great value. And I, I had the honor of talking to C.J. Lyons, you know, uh, who's the first independent, she's going to be a PubSmart uh, author, appointed to the Authors Guild. And she just rocks. And you talk to her, and she just says right off the bat, everything I do is for my readers. Everything I do for my readers, and I create a great product for them. And you know, you when you get off the phone with her, you just want to buy her books, you know, because she just cares so much. And that's her story, you know. Um, she's always telling it, and she's got that passion. So. Yeah, we're actually going to be able to have her on the show, I think, in May, uh, end of May. So it's going to be really exciting to have her. And 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 she's just just one example of so many as uh, authors that are just doing an amazing job. You mentioned C.J. Lyons, and we'll ask this question later, but I just want to know what other authors do you think are doing an amazing job with that? Regarding the value proposition, you have outlined five steps to developing your unique value proposition. I want to give everybody these, so if they uh, want to get started, they can take a look at this content on PubSmart. Number one, uh, discover your brand. Number two, ask hard questions. Number three, create a plan. Number four, choose your platforms and then think long-term. Uh, so th those really help people to get started with their value proposition. In talking about storytelling techniques, uh, how can authors use storytelling techniques uh, to, to market their books better? Well, first of all, I guess important, I believe very powerfully that we are wired to listen to stories. The minute someone starts telling a story, you engage if it's well told. So you should be telling stories all the time. Uh, social media is a fabulous outlet for this. There are big stories in your life, there are small stories in your life. Um, you know, Nano uh, Writing Month, uh, the, the, the whole uh, month of November is fabulous because for some reason everybody starts sharing that story of that lift and that push and you know, you meet people just because they're all doing the same thing. They're trying to achieve this goal. So there's these micro stories that come out in tweets all day like, ah, struggling through some garbage and this. Well, you know, on Twitter or Facebook, where when you're telling that story, there are lots of people watching, watching you power through that moment. And, you know, there, there's just a lot of um, connection that's built, um, I believe, with an audience when you, when you start to power through it. And then, you know, our entire platform, Bublish, is a storytelling platform based on the idea that the story behind your story is very powerful. You know, if you think of the power of a director's cut, uh, when someone, you know, shows you the clip and then the, the director talks about all the garbage they went through to get just the perfect thing, all of a sudden that clip has higher value for you mm -hmm. because you know what went into it. And, you know, for authors, there's no better thing to me than just showing the commitment to craft. 
uh, and, and caring to craft a great product for readers. And, and that journey should start before you launch your first book. You should start telling that story, uh, engaging people in the process of creation yeah. uh, through your stories. And, and then, it's powerful, and you can anywhere. Yeah, and, and with that, you know, you would you obviously publish, right? It, it's there. So why don't you run us through what is publish uh, and how does it help authors? Yeah, sure. So we're a social marketing platform, and we are designed to help authors uh, reach, find, engage, and grow their audience. Uh, so we created a, a sampling tool that kind of allows you to break your book into a million different samples, because sampling is a powerful discovery tool, and then add the story um, behind your story in an author insight. And they're small snippets. They're highly shareable. They're highly visual. Can share them on Facebook or Twitter, and you know there's a thousand stories behind your book. So tell them in little snippets, and it it allows you to um, provide content that talks about your book and starts conversations without feeling like a salesperson. Mm -hmm. So we um, and they're they are, and I'll speak to this because I think this is a powerful part of storytelling in today's world. And again, because it's crowded, is they're highly visual. Um, and storytelling through, you know, visual assets that you create can be very powerful because we are overwhelmed with messaging, and so as human beings, we can gain a lot of information in a short time from an image, which is why you have the Instagrams of the world, the Pinterest, just taking off. So you can tell your story with different media. Uh, you know, your blog is a great place, you know, uh, chats are a great place, these visual images we're creating now, but you can tell it through, you know, images. So you're crafting a scene um, and you're sitting in that place. Take pictures of the place where you're crafting the scene and talk about it, tell the story, but use the images to drive the engagement because you'll get a much higher click-through rate on an image. Mm -hmm. um, so we talk a lot about constantly collecting your digital assets and sharing them with your readers. And, and I think that we can go into a little bit more and uh, in, in even I know that uh, you guys have a good video on the front of your website exactly what Publish is and kind of an outline of what, what it looks like and, and how to actually do it, how to set one up. And I actually set one up uh, not for my book but uh, just set one up just to test it out, see what it was all about. Very easy to use, loved it, thought it was very uh, clean, very uh, very quick. Uh, within literally, if I had taken more time with it, literally 10 minutes and I could have had something up and running. Uh, and then certainly take time to craft that the story behind it. And, and it really is dependent on how much story you want to tell because uh, some people, they're a quick blurb and other people that say, hey, you know, I want to uh, talk, a lot about, talk a lot about the story behind the story. Yeah, we see, it's fun because we see uh, people use it in different ways. Um, you know, some people are out there every day sharing a little tidbit, and other people do weekly, some people do monthly, other people just every once in a while. But, um, but you know, I, I think the thing we see the most is that the ones that get the most clicks are the ones that, that truly, authentically share a little bit of themselves and that's when we see the power of the of the platform but glad to hear you said it's easy um, yeah the, the thing we love to hear is when an author puts up a book bubble and they say that was fun because I'm sure if you you know went out and surveyed a thousand authors and you said do you love book promotion do you find it to be fun 
you would get a thousand people who said no. Yeah, um, exactly. So we actually hear that. That was fun, and that, and that's kind of the goal. Like you give the content, we do the technology lift, and you just got to share your story. Good, good. And talking about, you know, a question came through. Christy is asking uh, this question. Uh, when you say platform, what do, what exactly does that mean? Uh, where are we publishing or selling or landing pages? What does platform include? Well, platform, you know, I think it's used in a lot of different ways, but it means uh, the reach of your audience, uh, the reach of your brand to an audience, um, and you can do that. You can build a platform on a uh, a social network. Um, I am a huge advocate of author websites. I think it should be the center of your universe. Um, we include them in the book bubbles for that. To, you should be driving, you should be creating an author brand on your website where all your books are in one place and people can explore the you because um, building a platform is really about building social proof in today's marketplace. You know. Um, it's really not always about money, why someone buys a book. It's about time and investing their time in your writing. And if they don't know you and maybe they've been burned by another independent author's book, um, you have to prove to them, you know, I care about this. I'm creating great content for you. This is worth your time. There's that value proposition again. And it is not, I think there's a lot of emphasis on cost. Um, and while I think cost is a great point of discovery, I also believe it has a limited effect. So building a platform is really about building your social proof. I think that starts with a website um, that brands you next to all your books. Um, and then you, what you do basically is take that as the hub of your universe and you go out to as a, a number. You choose maybe three social networks. Um, in the beginning, maybe just master two and then add on, but you know, as you get better, you can expand it because they all have different purposes and you start to grow audiences there and draw them towards your work. Um, and that, uh, the size of that platform and the quality of that platform, meaning the number of people you're reaching um, through those networks, becomes your platform. And if you are, you know, uh, really building community in your platform, uh, you will not only gain readership, but you will gain a following of people who will grow with you and advocate for your work and become your new word of mouth. I mean, in the word of mouth is still the most powerful way to sell books. So uh, it means, you know. It means building a community, really. It's just primarily online, mostly because of um, it's you know just amazing how many people you can reach around the world. I mean, people are finding their audiences in different countries now. I mean, the world is definitely flat. <laughs> yeah, and, and a couple things. Number one, we got another question that's coming through from Amy, and I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. But um, when you talk about building community uh, and then writing and then promotion. Uh, and we've said it before, there, there, this is a business. And so uh, as an author, is there a, is there, oh, it's not a magic formula, but are you saying if you focus 20% on your marketing, you're going to have to do it. So do it. Or are you saying you can get away with 10% of your time on that? How does that, how does that look, look? Well, I had the honor of being uh, the prize for Kobo's Social Savvy uh, Writers, uh, Social Savvy Authors Contest that they ran. And so... 
I worked with uh, an author, um, Susan Rogers, um, who lives up on Prince Edward's Island in Canada, and we worked together for two hours. Uh, and it, this is the rule that I told her. I, I do believe it is 2020-20. Um, that you really should devote, uh, and this is within marketing, so whatever you do, carve out a specific amount of time that you're going to devote to the business side of, of uh, creating a professional life of writing, if that's your goal. Uh, and I think you have to start by, by establishing what is your goal as a writer, who do you want to be, that's where your brand starts. But then once you say, okay, I'm going to spend one hour a day on the business side of my uh, career and not on the craft side. Then you say the 20-20-20 rule. And the 20-20-20 rule is that you spend 20% of your time uh, researching platforms, learning about them, 20% uh, of your time uh, creating content and posting content, and 20% of your time engaging. So uh, Again, that middle section, you know, the research and the middle section is creating the digital assets that you need to feed the beast, which is social media, because it can be a time suck. Um, you need to create some evergreen content. Um, you need to create a content calendar so that you discipline yourself to actually do certain things. I am uh, the worst at this, but, you know, the blogging, like, you know, there's so many hours in the day, and it's got to get done. And if it's not happening on a regular basis, you're just going to throw up your arms and get frustrated because the effect, the positive effect, does not come overnight. Um, it it comes. You're you're going to hit a threshold, and then you're going to get uh, the really the big magnification, the network effect, as it were. Um, so it is about discipline. But you know, you got to be honest with yourself. If you're writing your first book and you spend, you know, five hours a day on social media, then you're never going to get your first book written. So you just have to say to yourself, how much time do I need for craft to create a great product that's going to just delight my readers? And then how much time do I have for the business side? Okay, does that, you know, what does that involve? And then just do the 20-20-20 for, for marketing. Just, just make that... Um, Whatever amount of time it is, just divide it into those three buckets, uh, and that makes it simpler. Yeah, and, and then with that 20-20-20, I really like that. It's very tangible for folks, and, and during that whole process, test things. Try try new things. If a, if a platform is working for you, keep going, but try something different on that platform. If if a platform isn't working for you, get rid of it. Try, try a new platform, and, and don't be afraid of the new technology, even... Well, obviously, using tools like your your website, Bublish, is is another one that people can just try out, see what works, see what doesn't work, and, and I think that twenty 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 makes a lot of sense for folks. Uh, Amy's question that came up is, uh, would you recommend building a platform even before you publish? Yes, <laughs> uh, that is a simple uh, because here's what you see: you see. Um, an expectation that you have this great book, you put your heart and soul into it, it took you time, you know, you, you did it right, and then you launch, and there is silence, and it is the worst feeling in the world. You never want that to happen. Um, if you're in traditional publishing, and you're in charge of an author's career, 
pre-publicity is central to success. So take that model from traditional publishing. Um, you should be uh, pre-selling even. If you can take pre-orders, building that email list. So how are you going to build the email list? You're going to start talking to people, but you're going to have, during the storytelling and the engagement and the conversation, there should be a call to action somewhere. Hey, sign up for my you know, email list. Uh, or you know, if you're sharing your blog, make sure you have that you know, MailChimp or whatever you use plug-in right there next to your blog. Hey, sign up for my email. Um, so you want to take people on this journey with you, and by the time you get ready to launch, you should not have silence. And if you have silence, that you know that's just going to set you up on the business side for frustration. So start early um, and start the discipline that we just talked about of devoting time to the craft and time to the business side um, from the get-go. And involve people in the creation story, the storytelling side of this. I can't, the biggest brands in the world right now are spending kajillions of dollars on storytelling. Why? Because it breaks through the noise. So start sharing the story behind that story, the creation story, why you're creating. And you know what? Do some documentation there too, because at some point you're going to want to go back and use those digital assets, you know, be they blogs and pictures and whatever you pull together to uh, reshare the journey and go, oh my gosh, look how far I've come. And people love that. They love that story too. It's a good one to share. And another question that just came in uh, from Christy, I find myself split between my character taking off in popularity as opposed to myself as the author. Is this a long-term mistake? Wow, that's a hard one. Um, well, Again, I would go back to your goals. So if your goal is to become an author known for creating amazing characters, you want to make sure that alongside the creation of these great characters, you're building a brand in that space. Um, you know, what makes your characters memorable? And all that means, you know, you don't have to fight for the space there. It just means to make sure people know you as the artist are the one who created this popular character. And, and I would just do that subtly on an ongoing basis. Uh, again, keep that brand, that editorial brand, which is you, connected to the content, and it will get stronger. Keep them apart. They lose power. And uh, we're, we're running towards the end, so one more question. How and where should authors tell their stories? I think we talked about this, but if you could give us, here, where are five places that, that authors need to tell their stories? Well, I, you know, I think you should be telling your story in the real world, for one thing. So you should have your elevator pitch ready. Um, have a few key stories that you can tell that um, are funny or engaging, that are short, you know, at the cocktail parties, at the book clubs, wherever you are. But um, also, you know, I think there are different types of stories you tell on Twitter and Facebook, um, Google Plus, but you should be telling your stories on one visual platform. So you could choose Pinterest or Instagram um, because they are so popular. Um, and you should be telling your story and one more text-oriented, which I would say you could do that on Twitter, uh, you could do that on Facebook, you could do that on Google+. Um, so, and everybody should start where they're comfortable, because you tell stories 
much, it, it just flows out when you're working in the right medium. <laughs> so sure. go to the network where you, I love Twitter, yep. not as big a fan on Facebook, but just, you know, it just who you are, what you like, uh, and, and tell you, you're going to tell shorter stories on Twitter than you are on Facebook, certainly, so, yep. but little, everyone's a little bit different. Good. Kathy, uh, thank you. Uh, our, our time is drawing to a close here, and I did want to give you a chance uh, to just share a little bit uh, about where people can find you. So yeah, publish.com. Come and visit us. Sign up for your free account. You can start creating book bubbles. We are launching um, our first really metric-heavy oriented uh, publisher dashboard where you can actually see how many book bubbles uh, you're getting, how they're converting. That's coming up soon, so it'll be subscription-based um, and a little bit more branding on the, the author side. Um, I know you guys are into metrics. That's the other thing I would say to you guys. Learn from your metrics. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Learn from your metrics. You know, A-B test those messages and see what resonates and look at the numbers. And um, Book Marketing Tools provides some great feedback there. We're going to do it around our book bubbles. We'll have a, you know, a whole dashboard for authors coming out soon. Awesome. Thank you, Kathy Mice. And uh, now, everyone, don't forget to uh, go to bookmarketingtools.com slash blog. On the right-hand side, you're going to see a form that you can fill out. Uh, we want to connect with you. And, and by filling out that form, you get a free book marketing guide uh, that will help you through the, the pre and post and during marketing promotion that you want to do. And so if you want to get that, we want to connect with you. And in addition to that, you're going to be on our marketing list, the weekly marketing tips that we give you. And thank you, everybody. Thanks again, Kathy. Really appreciate you on the show. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks, John. It's great to be here. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Author Hangout. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher to get the new episodes delivered directly to your device. Watch the video from this episode and get the transcript at theauthorhangout.com. The Author Hangout is brought to you by bookmarketingtools.com. As an author, you might be stuck not knowing exactly what to do to market your books and yourself effectively. No problem. Book Marketing Tools has you covered through our free guide, The Ultimate Author Checklist for Online Book Marketing. From start to finish, you will get a broad and detailed understanding on how you can effectively go from selling no books to reaching hundreds of readers. You can get this free resource at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks. And when you sign up, you enroll in our exclusive weekly author email where we share with you the latest tools and tips for authors covering things like how to find readers, selling more books, how to get book reviews, and everything an author needs to be effective in reaching readers. You can get the guide and sign up at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks.